Go thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. As you guys know, there were quite a few terrorist attacks, and um, they were really Islamic terrorist attacks. They weren't just terrorist attacks. They were Islamic terrorists who were obeying their false god and obeying Sharia law. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about that today, but first thing I want to do is welcome you all to the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Glad that you're here. If you're new to the program, let me introduce myself. I am Stacey Lynn Harp, your sweet and lovable host here of Bible News Radio, and um, we have been doing this show on Periscope now for about two years, and also the podcast we've been doing, well, we, we started it 12 years ago, and uh, and we really like doing this, because like I said, we started it 12 years ago, but hey, this is what I want to ask you guys to do. Go over to BibleNewsRadio.com sometime during the show and join my email list uh, because you know what? I want to stay in touch with all of you guys uh, here who are watching on Periscope and listening on Blog Talk Radio. If you haven't joined my email list yet, please go do that, okay? Because in there, we have I actually, <laughs> I actually give you some good info in that email that I send out. Anyway, so join the email list. So I can keep in touch with you, and um, and let me also just say thank you for t- for for being part of our audience, for being our friends. Those of you guys who are the pillars of our community, I especially want to thank all of you guys uh, for donating to us once a month and giving me and Bareface 
a dinner out, basically. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. In fact, if you aren't a pillar of our community yet, let me encourage you by becoming one, especially if you watch all the time and you really do benefit from what we're doing, please consider donating to the, to the show, to us. And the way you can do that is by going to BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give and um, become a monthly pillar of the community. We will go ahead and put you into a Facebook group for just our pillars where we actually do share some pretty significant things uh, that happen behind the scenes. And any of the current pillars who are in there will actually tell you it's true. They'll go, really? You guys rock, just so you know. (laughs) It's really true, though. We really do. And anyway, so thank you for that. Also, I want to let you know that today, I think, I'm not sure, we're not sure yet if it's extended yet, but right now the prayerful planner, today is the last day that you can get it. As far as I know, it might be extended, but I'm not sure. So if you are still interested in the prayerful planner, um, then you can you can still go over to prayerfulplanner.com and use the coupon code Bible News and save 15% off your order, which is a significant savings, actually. It's about, it's almost an $8 savings if you get the, get the planner, <clears throat> excuse me. And if you're someone who's actually already gotten the planner and haven't told me yet, please tell me. That way I know too. Okay. Um, do you want to share the website for that? Uh, I can. Yeah. Let Randall show you some of the stuff on the website too, because this is a pretty cool planner. I, I've held mine up, but you can actually get a better idea of of the pages that are in it and also um, what you can do with it, especially if you happen to be a creative type like Bareface because Bareface is an artist, in case you didn't know that. Bareface is a musician as well and a composer, and he is hot. I can just tell – anyway, I won't go there. But any- <laughs> anyway, you can see on the screen right there, Prayerful Planner – you can learn about the origins of it, and you can also uh, look at some of the really cool stuff. And they actually also have pens that you can also get if you want to do that as well. So those of you who are listening on Blog Talk Radio, the website is prayerfulplanner.com. I know. Isn't it weird, Cody, when I like hit on my husband in the middle of the show? <laughs> and he's just like, whatever. I hear it all the time. Yeah, well, there's. There's no husband in the world that's more, what's the word? Um, awesome. No, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, Wonderful. Uh, no, I was going to say ogled, I think, but I'm not even sure if that's the right word. Pondo, fond over? Fond. Yeah, maybe that's it. Fond over. I'm fawning over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway. <clears throat> Hey, Roz, nice to see you. All right, also the other thing here, too, is that Ariel Ministries is our sponsor as well. If you guys haven't gone to ariel.org, A-R-I-E-L.org, you can go there and you can save 20% on anything in the store when you use the coupon code Bible News. Pretty cool coupon code I got there. Um, and they've been a longtime sponsor of the show, so I would encourage you guys to support them. And even send them an email and say, hey, thanks for supporting Bible News Radio, because I'm sure they'd like to hear that. And you can actually join their email list as well. Um, And they have um, Camp Shoshana is uh, coming up next month. And uh, if you go to ariel.org, you can also download the pamphlet for that, especially if you're in upstate New York in the Adirondack Mountains. You might want to do this. I tell you what, if I was up there, I would do it. Um, Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum and 
um, Bals- uh, Moshe Balston are some of the greatest, truly, Bible teachers in the world today. And um, any time spent studying God's word is time well spent, in my opinion. <laughs> it's actually, it actually is. Honestly, between you and me, if I had four hours a day that I could just be in God's word, just ripping it apart and, and not ripping it apart, but just studying it, digging into it and stuff. So let me tell you, for me, the last two months, this is what I've been studying. Isaiah chapter 55, which is an amazing chapter in my quiet time. I've been digging through that chapter. It's a totally awesome chapter. And this morning I embarked on Psalm 23, an in-depth study on Psalm 23, because the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Anyway, um, <laughs> so don't be surprised if you start hearing me talk a lot about sheep this month for, for obvious reasons. Anyway, also, I want to look at uh, Psalm 23, actually, not Psalm 20. Yeah, Psalm 23. Um, but but in, anyway, and um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Hmm. <laughs> See, I got distracted when I looked down at people in the chat room. Oh, well, that's okay. So anyway, so over the weekend, how many of you went and saw Wonder Woman? Actually, you know, I want to go ahead and now get those bracelets and stuff. I'm just kidding. You never know when you need to deflect a bullet (laughs) and you see it coming. I know. Okay, well, here's the the story. Okay, all right. First of all, uh, Wonder Woman... Just so you know, but a friend of mine who loves me, uh, she she was like, you need to go see this movie. You need to go see it. In fact, I'm going to go see it again. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I so against my better judgment, I, <laughs> I'm be, I'm actually being facetious, but against my better judgment, I did go and see it. And and let me tell you what my what my um, hesitancy was in the first place. Number one, I don't normally engage in sci-fi or fantasy type film. It's just not my type of film. I prefer documentaries or films that are, you know, something that makes me think, you know, not, I, I don't watch stuff just for pure entertainment. I know that's probably hard to believe, but I don't, I really don't. Um, you know, I mean, I have very close friends who tease me because I still have never seen that movie Titanic. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I only recently saw the movie Gone with the Wind, and that was like a year ago. So I don't watch stuff, uh, you know, just because I watch it. The main reason I watched Wonder Woman is for this reason. Number one, I was highly encouraged to by a good friend who told me that I should see it. Number two, I host this show, which so kind of I kind of as a out of out of a not not duty, but just so I don't sound stupid talking about it, um, I thought, well, I, prob- I probably should go see it. Number three, um, I knew it was going to be a hit, so obviously I should see it as a Christian broadcaster. But, but the movies are the number one influencer of the culture. That's the truth. It's not the church. I wish it was, but it's not. All the research shows that the movies are the number one influencer of culture. So Wonder Woman is number one at the the box office over on um <clears throat> uh boxofficemojo.com they always post the latest numbers and all this other stuff and according to Brad Brevitt who is the guy that wrote the article yesterday yeah June 4th Wonder Woman sets a record opening for a female directed feature 
Um, and I'll just read the first paragraph because I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it says here, Wonder Woman exceeded all expectations this weekend, delivering an impressive $100 million opening, the largest opening for a female-directed feature, vastly outperforming the previous record holder of the slutty Fifty Shades of Grey, which debuted with $85.1 million back in 2015. Meanwhile, Fox's release of DreamWorks animation feature Captain Underpants which seriously people (laughs) came up with a little short of Mojo's forecast while mildly outperforming the studio's modest expectations overall the weekend dramatically outperformed post-holiday weekend from 2016 by a massive 38% as the top 12 delivered a combined $176 million at the top Wonder Woman directed by Patty Jenkins and starring Gal Gadot. I don't know if I said, said her name right in the title role went into the weekend boasting the best reviews out of the four films that have been released in the DC extended universe so far. And the critical opinion definitely aided the film's awareness as the buzz only continued to grow throughout the week. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Anyway. And then it says in the third paragraph, in fact, Wonder Woman delivered the 16th largest opening weekend for a comic book adaptation all time. So, so, so my question is why, why, why? I mean, seriously, that's why. I, what what I want to know is why. Why is Wonder Woman so popular, people? I mean, seriously. All right, I saw the movie. I'm going to tell you what I thought in a minute. In a minute. Um, but um, well, I think you know, based on since, it too. since it beat out the previous record of. Fifty Shades of Grey. It's it's obviously people are not looking for intellectual stimulation. They're not looking for information. You know, by and large, people are looking for entertainment. People are looking for, you know, um, feel good stuff in some way or another. Uh, which is why you know a lot of G-rated movies often do well as well, uh, even though they're often peppered with sexual innuendo stuff that comes out of there was some of that in wonder woman yeah but you know even even the animated features that come out of disney that are rated g you know have their stuff in there yeah um you know for the adults the adults uh innuendo anyway but they do well because it's all about feeling good you know people want just like in in circles of Christendom, people want the teaching that tickles their ears. You know, people go to the movies to be entertained and feel good. They want something that makes them feel good as an escape from uh, responsibility. Okay, so you saw the movie with me. Did you feel good after you saw it or during it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Keep in mind, I was sitting next to you and occasionally glancing at your face, which was I think it's an exaggeration. <laughs> um, uh, I was taken in the cinematography and the, and the color grading uh, primarily. Uh, just not the score. Uh, the score was the score was okay. I don't know who the composer was. It it didn't distract from the didn't stop not the target audience. Yeah, probably not. But there was a lot of men in the theater. First of all, where we went, the Peter the theater was packed out. There was people complaining who bought tickets ahead. Okay. You know how you can buy tickets online or you have to walk in to get them? 
there was a woman behind me complaining because she had to wait behind two people who had, and we were those two people <laughs> who had already mm. bought our tickets online. I got mm. my $4 T-Mobile Tuesday benefit tickets. I only paid four bucks for my ticket. Um, <clears throat> but, but yeah, and we went to the 145 showing, which was like mm. right after church. I picked that one mainly because I thought there wasn't going to be anybody at it nearly as much. And it was packed. Compared that compared to the case for Christ movie where virtually nobody was in the theater. Okay, so but did you feel good? You didn't answer the question. Um, it wasn't like I was, you know, had a lighter step walking out. It wasn't like, wow, I was so good, you know. Uh, it was like that was it was entertaining. Overall, I felt it was kind of dark. Even even the like I was explaining to you afterwards that. Even the triumphant scenes had their tinge of darkness, and then they weren't completely, you know, all, you know, all sunrise and birds chirping and bunny rabbits <laughs> dancing. You know, even even the good feeling scenes had its share of of smoke and ashes, basically. Okay. Okay. And get, and given that, okay, here's my my. I don't initial, want to spoil okay, it. Okay, my initial reaction, and then we're going to look at some of the origins of Wonder Woman, which actually might surprise you. It did me. Um, I actually like the movie. There, I said it out loud. <gasps> I did. Now, I didn't think I was going to. I liked it. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I would no. say I didn't love it. I liked it, but I didn't love it. <laughs> And I would say there's a difference. There's a vast difference, actually. Oh. Um, I I like the movie. My favorite scenes were when Wonder Woman kicked the guy's butt. That's really what was one of my favorite scene was like the climax near the end. Like, yeah, come on, you can do it. You can, you can, you can overcome Mister whatever his name was. I don't want to sure. mess it up for anybody, yeah. but you know and. I mean, of course, we all know Wonder Woman won. Duh. Right. I mean, seriously, wouldn't it suck if she died near the end or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Did have spiritual overtones, certainly. And it actually we're did. Talk and about that. We'll talk about that in just a second. But I actually like the movie as a as a woman personally. It was kind of cool to see a woman kick everybody's butt. You know, like there was a scene where she went in. All it was it was no man's land. Is that where it was? And all these people had been in this one area for like a year. Nobody, nobody could cross over the Germans. They couldn't get them and all this other stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah, watch me. And basically, <laughs> she bronzes her stuff and she basically goes for it and is able to get through and all that. And I'm like, see, it takes a woman to do the job right, people, just so you know. <laughs> but, but um, you know, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not a... I'm not a women's liber in the feminist sense of the word. And it's interesting to me. I, I was really more concerned with the spiritual implications and overtones of this film. And I couldn't not think about the Greek mythology that all of this is kind of ingrained in. Right. Or is it mythology? Mythology. Well, yeah, I know that's the thing. Uh, Oh, you should have Vicky. Gosh. But, um, yeah. So, um, so with that said, let me read you. I want to read you from Wikipedia because I want to read you a little bit from what they say about the origin of this because this might surprise you. It says here, Wonder Woman is a fictional superhero 
appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. The character is founding member of the Justice League, demigoddess, and ambassador at large of the Amazonian people. In her homeland, her official title is Diana, princess of... Themyscira. What he said. Daughter of Hippolyta? Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Yeah, I can't read. So put this up on the screen? Did you read? Sure, if you want. When outside of her homeland, she adopts her civilian identity, Diana Prince. The character is also referred to by such epithets as the amazing Amazon, the spirit of truth, and the goddess of love and war. Wonder Woman was created by the American psychologist and writer William Moulton Marston and artist Harry G. Peter. Marston and his wife, Elizabeth Lover, Olive Byrne, is credited as as being his inspiration for the character's appearance. Marston drew a great deal of inspiration from early feminists, and especially from birth control pioneer and aunt of Olive, uh, Margaret Sanger. She's the, by the way, Margaret Sanger's founder of Planned Parenthood. (laughs) So that tells you something. The character first appeared in All-Star Comics number 8 in October 1941 and first cover dated on Sensation Comics number 1 in January 1942. The Wonder Woman title has been published by DC Comics almost continuously except for a brief hiatus in 1986. Wonder Woman's origin story relates that she was sculpted from clay by her mother, Queen Hippolyta, and given life by Aphrodite along with superhuman powers as gift, gifts by the Greek gods. However, in recent years, artists updated her profile. She has been depicted as the daughter of Zeus and jointly raised by her mother, Hippolyta, or however you say that. Hippolyta. And her, <laughs> and her aunts, Antip, Antip, Antope? And, Antiope? And Menelope. Did I say that right? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Menelope. I don't I don't speak well, people. Just say no. It's just great to you. Yeah. Artist. And Manalapi. Artist George Perez gave her a muscular look and emphasized her Amazonian heritage. Artist Jim Lee redesigned Diana's costume to include pants. She inherits Ares' divine abilities, uh, becoming the personified god of war. And writer Greg Rucka clarified her sexual orientation as bisexual, giving her a backstory that includes positive relationships with women, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read the rest of it. You, if you, you can go to Wikipedia and look it up, and then you can read the rest. But um, So I thought that that was really kind of interesting. A um, opening Well, especially since, in the the movie, in my opinion, was too long. It was almost two and a half hours. Plus, there was 25 minutes, 25 minutes of previews on this film, yeah. which was completely insane, in my opinion. And a lot of them were R-rated previews for R-rated movies coming up. This was oh. a PG-13 movie. And so all these children were exposed to R-rated previews. Which yeah, that were approved for all audiences, of course. The <laughs> previews were. But... Yeah. Anyway. Advertising R-rated movies. Most of them were R-rated films. Okay. So with that said, I mean, that's that's some of the interesting stuff. But then the other thing I did before I went and saw it was I went to movieguide.org. If you guys aren't familiar with Movie Guide, Ted Bear is the founder, a.k.a. Teddy Bear. I've actually had Ted on our show a long time ago. He's a, he's a film critic, and he's one of the most, um, I won't say legalistic, but I will say Christian <laughs> people out there 
And he actually rated the film uh, quality four stars, giving it a negative one and terming uh, under under the, the term caution. Um, so basically he, he rated it light on language, moderate on violence, light on sex, and light on nudity. And basically this is what he wrote. He wrote worldview. Strong Christological moral worldview, extolling sacrifice, believing, doing the right thing, no matter the circumstances. Some Christological allegories, which was very obvious towards the end especially. A group of men kneel down and pray, mentions the prayer. Characters learn how to love, which is sacrifice. And a church appears in the background with some pagan elements and references to Greek gods, including Zeus. Mentions of magic and a negative comment about marriage, plus some light politically correct moments and feminist subtext. There are five obscenities and one light profanity. Uh, Strong action violence with very little blood includes a man falling out of an airplane, multiple fight scenes with sword fighting and guns, and a woman has a marred face, which if you see the movie, you'll understand that. Uh, Sex that was mentioned, some light sexual content includes comments that intimacy should be within a marriage, but all, but movie also implies characters do sleep with each other and a man uh, lives a bachelor life and says a negative comment about marriage, but then learns to love. Uh, nudity, uh, it says here, a woman accidentally walks in and sees a man taking a bath. Audience sees his behind and vulgar jokes about his private parts, women in skimpy outfits. I actually didn't see the guy's butt. So <laughs> I, I didn't either. That may have been cut. Maybe it was cut. I don't know. I cuz I looked side, you I could, looked for it, but yeah. I didn't see you it. You looked for it. <laughs> was, well, cuz I had this in my mind. I was looking for anyway. Uh the other content, a character is drunk at a bar, no smoke, smoking or drug use, but a villain t- villain takes a potion that makes him more powerful and lying and deceit done by villain, so it's rebuked, but heroine lives to fight but to protect others. Anyway, so based on that, coming from one of the Christian leaders in our country over here on Movie Guy, I thought, oh, okay, if Ted Bear actually recommends this movie, more or less is what he said, I thought it can't be that bad. And I actually felt better going to it ahead of time. So um, anyway, so um, so I went to it, and I I was really surprised. I was actually surprised at how much of a story there actually was. I was kind of expecting it to be this this massive sci-fi fantasy, just more throughout the whole thing, and there, it really wasn't. I was really surprised. I don't know if you were surprised at the story that the, that there wasn't actually a, there was actually a, a story. Were you? No, it didn't surprise me. I assumed that there'd be a story. Okay. Um, because what little I'd read about it. Because um, I don't think I've seen any trailers. I think I just saw a couple. I looked down my lawn online. I think I saw you know maybe a paragraph or two about the film, and I anyway got the gist that they're going to build the story up, uh, her background, which they didn't entirely do. Well, you can uh, only do so much in two and a half hours. Well, no, but in it, as I found out afterward, and some of the stuff you just read on Wikipedia and other stuff I look at since. Uh, two of you are so good together. Well, thank you, Vicky. We are. Um, you should never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um. Anyway, the the um the uh, yeah. What what came across <laughs> in the movie, and I don't know. I, 
the reason not spoiler. I mean, if if you look into the stuff just on the Wikipedia page, actually what you just read on the Wikipedia page, except it didn't say anything about the, the clay and Zeus breathing life into it. But that it. was actually in the story, though. That was in yeah, the movie. but but it turns out that you know that's according to the comic book. You know, um, uh, what biographical information? I don't know. I'm not into comic books, but. Apparently, that's a lie that Hippolyta told Diana about her, about Hippolyta making her out of clay and then Zeus breathing life into it, uh, which is sort well, of uh, has some similarity to the creation account in Genesis. But actually, that's apparently a lie from the comic book. Um, Biography. Can you believe comic books lie? Well, no, that's that's the, the, the covering for Zeus, right? Right, that's the mother. That's the lie that her mother told her. When in fact, Diana is the product of sexual relations between her and Zeus. Right. Right. I can't believe you just ruined it for the whole world. No, you can if you're familiar <laughs> with the comic book. You don't have to see the movie, and the movie doesn't tell that. You just read it in Wikipedia. I know. <laughs> So, and it's in Wikipedia, so we know it's right. Yeah, and the great thing about Wikipedia, you know. Anybody can contribute. Yeah, anybody <laughs> in the world can write anything they want on any subject, so you know you're getting the best information. <laughs> it's a line from I know. Michael Scott in the office. We can the actually bypass the, the Wonder Woman video I sent. We can just bypass that. All right. But, um, but you know, the thing. Everyone knows who slept with everyone. Yeah, if you're familiar with Greek mythology, and I'd like to talk about that a little bit if you've. Don't mind. No, I don't mind. If people in the chat room don't mind, we don't mind. Well, it's interesting. I do want to get to our our scripture of the day, though. Oh, well, let's do that. that, Okay. And let me tell you why I chose this verse of the day. Okay. Because because of this movie. Okay. Because I could see how people go see Wonder Woman at the end. You know, she's all triumphant and everything. And it's because she's a god that that actually conquers the other god, blah, blah. And, and, you know, the the underlying sub-theme is love. That's what helped her conquer. Um, and I could see a lot of people saying, hey, you know what? You know what? I want to be like Wonder Woman. Get, get me a, a, what was it, a lasso that lights up. Lasso of truth. Is that what it was called? The lasso of truth? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Because they squeeze the guy and, yeah, and then he's told the truth. So she did. Did you notice that she did all of her victory with with a rope? And bracelets, and that was it. No guns. There was no bloodshed, nothing. Mm-hmm. That's how war should be fought, people, just so you know. But anyway, okay, so so lest anybody want to worship Wonder Woman because she's so awesome and stuff, let's remember who the real God is here. Okay, so our scripture of the day is from Philippians chapter 2, verses 9, 10, and 11. Let's just remember the truth. Which is in part a quotation from Yeshua, from Isaiah. Yes. So this is what it says. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of the Father. Let us not forget this, people. <laughs> you know, even though we we emulate and we, I don't personally emulate, but we celebrate mythical film characters and and there's something in humanity that wants to worship somebody like that 
let's remember the real superhero in the world. That's Jesus who conquered death. He died on the cross for our sin because he really does love us. And, um, and he rose from the dead, you know, that's the best part right there is he rose from the dead. And so if you're going to have a superhero, put a J on it <laughs> or a Y, depending on if you want to do the Hebrew Greek or whatever. Um, and, and remember that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will, will confess. Yeah. If, if only he wore a cape, right? Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe he, <laughs> and, and, you know, anyway, that, that is interesting too, because, you know, in a sense, and I don't know if this is a stretch or not, but in a sense, I think they were trying to make Wonder Woman almost like a Christ-like character in that sense, because she rode a white horse. You know, there was all those white horses, you know, in the beginning of the film. And, you know, she conquered the, 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 the god of war, and she did it with love. And then when she did her thing, did you see that the cross, the way that she did it? They, they made it really clear that it was a cross, and that was really interesting to made me. Made what clear? When she went up to conquer the thing, yeah. the way that they did it, it looked just like a cross. Yeah, and, there and was a... I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I actually did. I actually thought all the war scenes where she kicked their butt was totally cool. Yeah. But I'm not going to worship Wonder Woman, just so you know. That's, that's a good thing to know, especially a fictional, you know, a comic book character. Or is she? That's really the question. Okay, well, you were going to talk about that. Just well, I don't, well, Wonder Woman is obviously... Hi, hi Pastor uh, Pete. And Jason and Carolyn and Rick and Vicky and everybody else in there, I can't see. I mean, Wonder Woman is obviously, you know, uh, an invention. You know. Okay, but she was based on it, the goddess of Diana, right? No, I mean, that was her character. Okay. They called Diana. It had nothing to do with Diana, though, though, you know, there is the part, Wikipedia about Aphrodite. Gotcha. Who would also be known as Diana, if I remember my mythology correctly, but I may not. But possible that you might not anyway you know i remember studying greek mythology in like junior high or wherever that came up a hundred years ago yeah a hundred years ago oh. hey coach mo vicky mentioned about zeus pretty much you know having intimate relations with everybody but you know you look at you look at greek mythology the, the gods plural and you look at their exploits. Well, they lived on top of a mountain, not in the heavenly realms. You know, they lived on Mount Olympus. And, and then their interactions, uh, actually their relations with human women. And I don't think it's ever goddesses having relations with human men. It's always these male gods having uh, intimate relationships with human women. And not to get into the details of it and the and the gods and the gods of what they are and their names and all that kind of thing. That's a whole other subject. But I mean, I look at I look at the Genesis six account, uh, the Bnei Elohim, uh, the the sons of God, you know, uh, going into the daughters of men, and you know, having men of renown. Let's see, Hercules, you know, people like that, and. Um, titans and all this and you know look at the scriptural accounts of, of the giants and the fallen angels those kinds of things and you look at even um um oh come on enoch uh hanok uh in the book of hanok uh and talking about the watchers the fallen angels and 
and making the headquarters not on Mount Olympus, Mount Hermon, and and the way they interacted with people and uh, with human beings, that there are some very strong parallels. So it could be one of these things, though, it's just because multiple cultures have a similar myth, it's, it's myth, or there are many institutes about the Nephilim, one of those things we will never know. Indeed. Right. Um, hopefully, unless unless there is a resurgence. Um, which, which a lot of people actually see. A lot of people think that these gods, these myths were really actual, really, really real, uh, which is why they're engraved all over the place and everything. And um, never, we, yeah. <laughs> and some women, just so you know. Uh, anyway. Anyway. So, uh, anyway, the. Especially middle-aged women, just so you know. Anyway, the point is that <laughs> we're not saying what it means. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that you know this whole mythology. You know why? See. You know, why? There's my microphone. Uh, uh, went out. Um, oh, I would give you mine, but it's way over here. Check one, two. Okay, it's back. Very back. Um, back. The. You know, I'm just kind of wondering why this. You know, this time you had your women's Bible study years ago and you taught them bass. Why, why do I need to know this? Why are they telling me this? Mm -hmm. And that's my question. And, you know, to bring all that out now, I mean, Wonder Woman has been around since 1941, as we just read. Uh, But anyway, the fall was complete when Adam ate the fruit. It's our fault, man. Hello. Yes. Well, you got to ask, I mean, but you have to ask why. And that is my question. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to see this. They knew what this won't, this film was in the works for three years making it. Sure. It's no, it's no small feat. It's a high budget film. Yeah. It was very well made, but because we know that the, that movies are the number one influencer in the culture and it's not the church. You got to ask yourself right. why all of these movies, it's not just Wonder Woman, it's other movies that are, that are like these DC Marvel con. I mean, why, why is there a resurgent right now in hybrids, demigods? Yeah. Why? You got to wonder. And, and I asked this as a serious Christian oh. looking at what some Christians are looking at in regards to Genesis six and the, the mingling of the gods with humanity. Could it be, that it wasn't really mythological. Could it be they're prepping us for the return? I mean, seriously, that sounds completely insane. No. But could it actually be? Could it happen? I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I already said this before. Right, I know right. some of you might think we're out of our mind, but the Vatican, which I think is completely evil, don't hate me for it, but I do think it's evil. The Vatican already has an ambassador to aliens, and they're already talking about whether or not when aliens come and resurge here, if they should be baptized. Okay. And one of the other movies that's coming out soon is Spider-Man. And yesterday I actually, I told Randall when, when they were doing the, um, the thing on that, I, I said, have you ever noticed how Spider-Man's eyes look like the aliens? <laughs> I mean, seriously, think like about the, it. Like People, the alien grays. Yeah. Like the alien grays. Yeah, sure, he's dressed up in that nice thing and everything, but, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta ask yourself why, why now, 
why all of the saturation in it of this society. It's not just America, people. This film is worldwide. People all over the world have seen this film. All over the world. And it's it's a blanket thing all over the world. You know, when the Antichrist comes to um you know um comes to power, you know, the whole world's gonna see it, right? There's gonna be a, a peace treaty with Israel that's gonna be eventually broken. But the Antichrist is real, guys. He's coming, right? And we we gotta think with our with our discerning face and our, our discerning brain, why, 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 why? Why are why how come how come? <laughs> you know, I look at this and I go, you know, it's funny that if you go to boxofficemojo.com, you can look at the top grossing films of the year. And you know where the case for Christ falls? I, I went and I looked. The case for Christ actually falls at number 43. If you look at all the films prior to that, it's all of this stuff that we're talking about. Wonder Woman, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, and all the other blockbusters. And, and they all have dark spiritual themes to it. And yet I look, I look at what God's doing and I'm like, okay, Lord, look, you're trying to get people to repent. You're giving people evidence for the resurrection, <laughs> in a movie theater for crying out loud. And, and I mean, it's like, what will it take? You know, have you read Ezekiel 34 lately? You might want to read that just for fun later today. Um, <clears throat> because it, it really goes back to the state of the church. So. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> anyway. we, yeah, we can't set dates or we're not setting dates, geography but... or anything like that. We'll know when it, you know, plays out if we're here however that works out you know um you know i'm not gonna assert any eschatology as being the definitive this is it i'm completely right uh i don't know i'm i'm open to see what happens but but the fact that there are so many uh discussions interpretations of revelation and discussion and and disagreements about what has been fulfilled what hasn't tells me that it hasn't been fulfilled right because when god's promises and prophecies have been fulfilled there's no question about it you know we look back and say hey um that was definitely okay where it was maybe cloudy on the other side of it after it was fulfilled like well hey that was really spot on and we just didn't see it so well and and don't forget what happened this weekend in london Right. Okay. Think about this. Opening weekend, you got Wonder Woman happening, which is all fake. Right. Okay. Let's just say for sake of argument, it's it's fake. Across the world, you have ISIS attacking again, and you have the media covering it up by and large. Most of the media is like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's a terrorist attack. But they, they don't want to actually call it what it really is. It's worship to Allah a fake God. Okay. And tomorrow my guest is Kamal Salim and Kamal is the former uh, PLO ta- uh, PLO trained terrorist himself. He used to be a Muslim. He came to America to destroy us just so you know, but had a divine encounter with the Lord where he got miraculously saved. Okay. And now he's telling he, now he's a missionary for, for Christ. And he, we're going to talk to him about, you know, that tomorrow. But I, I do find it interesting that you got the whole world absorbed in Wonder Woman, where we have a real war going on with the devil, Allah. Okay, I'm just going to say it because, you know, <laughs> comes to kill, steal, and destroy. 
And you got all this misinformation going out throughout the world where, where ISIS is actually killing people. You know, I mean, literally killing people um, in terrorist attack after terrorist attack after terrorist attack. And you get everybody all outraged when anybody like me or whoever says the truth. Like, yeah, this is truth. I was watching somebody here on Periscope uh, last. I forgot who it was. It's one of you guys who've come in here. I forgot who you are. But <clears throat> but he said in his subtitle, as he's trying to expose, uh, uh, you know, Islam for what it is, that he's been banned like four times on Periscope for actually showing the truth about what the origins are and all this other stuff. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. We we're living in a world where where the darkness seems to be overcoming the light, but that's not true. I remember Jesus said, "You are the light of the world." So we are here for a reason. But if we're so enamored by the darkness, like Wonder Woman, then how are we going to help <laughs> expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness if we're actually engaging in the deeds of darkness by enjoying it, you know, and and all of that. And so, you know, I, I, I come to you to plead with you to say, think, think, think about what's going on in your world and then get your, get your head in the scripture and get the scripture in your head and begin to think about what's going on. Because if you're a Christian, guess what? You're a target for death. And that's the truth. The Bible says that, um, you know, if you're if you're going to follow Christ, you need to pick up your cross daily and follow him. And that cross is not like, you know, a sweet little charm on your necklace. That's a death instrument. ISIS wants you dead if you're a Christian. And that's that's truth right there. They want you dead. If you're a real Christian, they want you dead. Why? Because Jesus came to conquer death and he overcame death and they hate truth. They hate light. You know, and um, and it's 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 um, you know, it's a sober thing, you know. And my question is, when is America going to wake up, right? When will America wake up? I'm going to read you a part of Ezekiel 34. I read this this morning, and I was like, Lord, you you're so good. Listen to this. <clears throat> this is a prophecy. This whole chapter is a prophecy against the shepherds of Israel. All right, listen to this. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to those shepherds, Thus says the Lord God, Woe, shepherds of Israel, who have been feeding themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flock? You eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool. You slaughter the fat sheep without feeding the flock. Those who are sickly, you have not strengthened. The diseased, you have not healed. The broken you have not bound up, the scattered you have not brought back, nor have you sought for the lost, but with force and with the severity you have dominated them. They were scattered for lack of a shepherd, and they became food for every beast of the field and were scattered. My flock wandered through all the mountains, and on every high hill my flock was scattered over all the surface of the earth, and there was no one to search or seek for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, declares the Lord God, surely because my flock has become a prey, my flock has even become food for all the beasts of the field for lack of a shepherd. And my shepherds did not search for my flock, but rather the shepherds fed themselves and did not feed my flock. 
Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will demand my sheep from them and make them cease from feeding sheep. So the shepherds will not feed themselves anymore, but I will deliver my flock from their mouth so that they will not be food for them. For thus says the Lord God, behold, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd cares for his herd in the day when he is among his scattered sheep, so I will care for my sheep and will deliver them from all the places to which they were scattered on a cloudy and gloomy day. And it goes on and talks more about that. I read this this morning and I thought, Lord, you're cracking me up here. Not because I think this is funny, but because this is the state of the church. This isn't just the prophets of old that he's talking about here. This is a prophecy, I think. I think this talks about the church today. The shepherds are feeding themselves, making themselves fat, and com- completely ignoring the sheep. The lost sheep, the, the, the sickly sheep, the abandoned sheep, right, Pastor Pete? Absolutely. That's why Bible News Radio is here. Not because I'm so great or Bareface is so great, but because sheep need a shepherd, somebody to guide them. Because you got too many false shepherds out there, you know, who are dealing with stuff. And anyway, um, you should just go read Ezekiel 34. Read the whole thing. And then you think about our church today and think about Israel. Indeed. And 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 as it says, without shepherds, they become prey for the beasts. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are taken by every wind of doctrine, every, um, uh, or even you know any kind of vain philosophy out there, um, and are vulnerable uh, to attack. You know, the sheep, the wolves in sheep's clothing, the you know, anything that comes along and infiltrates the church. You know, read Jude, that kind of thing. That um, without solid shepherds out there. People are are prey for well, and you know, I mean, look, the I, ones that come along, and then many of the many of the shepherds are are um, predators themselves, preying upon yep, the sheep. A wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm around a lot of older people because my dad is almost 89. Definitely a huge uh, responsibility. Th- those of you who are um, uh, who you know who know me actually know that I I take care of my my dad. Um, who the Lord reunited me with a couple of years ago after 40 years of not really having a father. And, you know, he, um, he, he's almost 89. And so a lot of the people that I hang out with are his friends who are in their mid eighties, some nineties. I actually know a guy who's close to a hundred years old, who's actually still relatively ticking. Well, uh, he, you know, he's still, <laughs> he still, you know, walks and, you know, and all that, but, you know, what's interesting to me is listening to some of these older people and looking at their fear of the future because they don't have confidence uh, that that evil is going to be overtaken because the world isn't what it used to be. My dad fought in Korea, you know, hand-to-hand combat. And one of the memories that he tells me all the time is about how his um, how uh, one of the men who was under him, and this is when he was in his very early 20s, this is like 70 or 60 something years ago, you know, and he talks about how, you know, he, he watched his friend get blown up because of a grenade right there. Right. I mean, so much of our warfare today is, you don't you're behind a computer doing it, right. Launching a missile or whatever. Um, and so, you know, for the sake of the older people who are now weak and can't take care of themselves because they have to rely on us younger people to do it, consider 
20 or 30 years from now when you're going to be that old, right? Some of you, like Pastor P, like he's, he's already close to 100. Don't. <laughs> I don't know why, but I love to pick on him. I love him. By the way, you should thank him for his service to our country. But you know what I'm saying? You know, look, the, the battle is real. And on so many fronts, we just need to think about why, why all this is going on, right? Right. So there you go. That's, that's my word for the day. And like I said, tomorrow we're going to talk about it more. We're going to, I'm going to ask uh, Kamal to talk about ISIS in London and what happened. And we're going to get his, you know, um, we're going to get his, you know, his, his, um, his take on what's going on too. So is there any other news you want to cover? Well, no, I'm surprised this hour has gone so quickly and we don't have that much time left. Right. So, we, oh, go ahead. But I said, so, you know, we don't want to uh, gloss over uh, what happened in London. Mark, I hope you're there. right. I hope I hope you're right about ISIS going to be having a crisis. All the pressure that the international community is putting on Trump, though, you know, he's got to stand firm if he's going to do anything. I mean, you know, and I do believe God put Trump in office. I definitely believe that. Am I a huge fan of Trump? I wouldn't say that, but I would say he's a better option than Hillary was, just so you know. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Hillary or Obama either, or really any Democrat, just so you know. But um, anyway, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Oh, you just got booted out? Hmm, that's weird. So how many of you, just for fun, put put a one in the chat room if you don't mind. How many of you actually saw Wonder Woman? I'm just curious. Because I, I just want to know. I'm not, I'm not going to judge you. I saw it so I could report on it. Um, but I did like it. It was fun to watch, especially in the end. I thought that was good. One, Cookie Monster has a better option than Hillary. Okay. One. Okay. So you saw it too, Rick? Good. I'm, well, I'm not surprised you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Rick is our comic guy. Uh, Pete Periscope just knocked you out, didn't I? You don't go... Well, usually I don't either, just so you know. I don't watch stuff like that. Yeah, usually I don't. Lulu put a two. She kicked butt. Yes, she did. Can't afford them. Well, with T-Mobile Tuesday, if you're a T-Mobile member, you could have got your ticket for four bucks. That's what I paid for mine. Don't like movies. Gotcha. Okay. Watch baseball. Oh, yeah, that, that reminds me. The Tennessee Predators. Baseball, hockey, whatever. Yeah, well, Nashville Predators. But did did you? Oh, Nashville, whatever. So the Nashville Predators. Did you hear today, Randall, that the mayor has designated today National Predator for the state of Tennessee? It's Predator Pride Day. Okay. Just so you know, in case you didn't know that. <laughs> Go Predators! Yeah, right. Now think about what I just said. Predators, yeah. really? I mean, why would I want to root for a predator? What is it with yeah, the the, the yeah. name? Yeah, I suppose it's better than a mighty duck. <laughs> or a penguin. <laughs> boo to the penguins. Boo, boo, boo. I okay. guess if your team <laughs> name is supposed to incite fear in your opponent. Hey, there's so. Miss Vicky. Say, so you're are you a Predator fan, Miss Vicky? You you are, right? I'd rather read something constructive. How are you? I'm good, Jonathan. Uh, I plan to play on God's baseball team when I get to heaven. Well good, Mark. I'm glad you said a bad word. I did. Predators? <laughs> Where I was, I praying for the predators. I actually wasn't. I really don't care if they win or not. I shouldn't say that out loud, but <sighs> but as a as a what am I, what am I a Nashvilleian Tennessean person now? 
Yeah, all the serial killers thought they were being celebrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? <sighs> oh, no penguins, yes. Okay, our team are the maple leaves. There's nothing scarier than a leaf. Well, there That's you go. Right. That's true. Canadian teams are that good. Yeah. All right, well, let me, um, with with the last couple of minutes of our show, let me tell you who's coming up later this week, because you guys are going to want to definitely do this. And if you just wow. came in, you haven't gone to BibleNewsRadio.com, please go and join my email list. You will be you'll be happy that you did, okay? BibleNewsRadio.com, join our email list. Those okay. of you who want to donate to the show, donate at BibleNewsRadio.com. Tomorrow, Kamal Salim is our guest, former PLO terrorist. He's already been on the show once. You're going to love this guy. He's going he's gonna to be back. Uh, then on Wednesday, Tommy Norman, who is Periscope Queen, in my opinion. She's not a literal queen, but you know what I'm saying. She's a gold star Periscoper. You guys, we're, we might talk about Wonder Woman with her. We'll find out. <laughs> on, thir- on Thursday, Stu Gerard is our guest. If you don't know who he is, he was actually, I think, one of the founding members of the Christian band Delirious many years ago. Plus, he's very active in the Christian music world. He's, he's kind of a type A list guest in terms of you know christian music there's a brand new project out called beatitudes which is a very interesting project we'll tell you more about thursday and then friday pastor pete aka pastor p aka jacques aka pedro aka one of my favorite periscopers in the whole entire universe is on friday (laughs) and i actually don't normally like have a guest on Friday because I like free for all Friday to be free for all, but I like I like him just so you know. So we're gonna talk, and I'm gonna I'm he's gonna talk. I'm gonna let him talk. So that's the rest of this week. Uh, so yeah, and then next week I also have like one, two, three. I have three guests lined up next week. The week after I have I have one, two, three, three, three more guests. Uh, the last week of this month, we have my friend, Dr. Gordon James Klingenschmidt, who is the host of PIJN News, Prangie's the same, uh, who sponsors our show. He's going to be our guest. And also, those of you guys who saw that show, Preacher's Daughters, Victoria Koloff is going to be our guest in studio on the 29th of June. So it's, it, we got a great week. We got a great month of, of awesome guests here. What are my guests going to discuss? Well, our guests are going to discuss different topics. (laughs) Uh, Well, like Kamal, he's going to discuss Islam because he's a former Muslim. Uh, Tommy, we're going to discuss women in ministry probably. And Stu, like I said, Christian music. There's a new project called Beatitudes. Pastor Pete is an apologist and a pastor. We're going to let him lay down stuff. 60 seconds. Uh, There you go. All right. Anyway, so uh, tonight we we don't have a show tonight, do we? No. We don't. No. Okay, we don't have a show tonight, but we will talk about the Bible from a biblical worldview, all things biblical, I can talk. An apologist is somebody who knows how to defend the faith. They know what they believe and why. Like me, I'm an apologist. It's not learning about how to say you're sorry, just so you know. All right, so be bold, everybody. Stand up. Go with God. Because he loves you. Go to BibleNewsRadio.com. Join our email list. And I'll see you tomorrow. Okay? All right. Thanks for coming in.